Hello, and welcome to Realm Narrative Gaming. My name is Tyler, and I play Dane the Druid in the Dark Vale, a real-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast about a group of heroic adventurers played by lovable idiots. We're so glad to have you with us, so without further ado, let's get started. When we last left off, you all, you ragtag group of adventurers, having traveled to the north after hearing about some sort of war that was scheduled to happen um, against Berkshire. Apparently a white-haired hunter of some kind had come to the area and was threatening the lives of many of the villages um, of shifters and lycanthropes. Um, after some time of travel, you re- you eventually reached Berkshire, whereupon you were greeted by the guards who were very suspicious acting. And as they let you through, you saw many wanted posters of both Pip and Dane plastered on the on the protective walls around uh, Berkshire. As Dane was turned invisible by Eric and Pip lay still on Wolf, keeping her head down, you all made it to Dane's house. Dane, in in his invisibility, transformed into a spider and went into his house where he heard guards um, in some of the rooms. He... uh, Dane shaped and opened the door and said, Hey, everybody! He was quickly apprehended and escorted to Lord Mayor Faustus's manor where he was placed in front of a tree in Lord Mayor Faustus's inner courtyard. They had some words as Lord Mayor Faustus um, told Dane that he knew that he would find what he was hiding and that he doesn't know what Dane did to Narina, but she would make a fine addition to his collection as he caressed her cheek. As Dane was dragged away and put into Faustus's private dungeon, kneeling there, he met with, with a woman of blonde hair and blue eyes who introduced herself as Charlotte. This was the woman that Dane had seen in Faustus's dungeon all those years ago. Actually, it was more like two and a half or something like that. And as the time went by, Faustus returned with an assortment of tools as he grabbed for the whip and tightened it. And he said, it's time to break you. And Dane said, you can certainly change. And that is where we pick up this episode of The Dark Veil. Dane. Everything goes black. As you open your eyes, you're not sure how much amount of time has passed. Your back is simultaneously numb and very tender.
your body is bruised. And you are still shackled. There is a low light within the interior of this cell. You are at one hit point and you have two levels of exhaustion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's just another day for Dane. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> exhaustion, one hit point. Who cares? That's pretty healthy for so, him. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't get exactly. to choose there, Tyler. <laughs> What's that? You didn't get to choose. No, I did not. Should tell Faustus that you were at five levels of hit of exhaustion and dead at <laughs> one point. Fuck, we don't even see it coming. Poor guy. Damn this choppy ass music. I'm just going to turn it off. Love choppy ass music. So you open your eyes as you kind of begin to pull yourself up slowly from the ground, this um, cold stone ground. There is a single blanket in there, no window, just a torch illuminated by some unknown magic that grants a, a very faint um, kind of orange light. And that's what we'll pick up next time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess I want to test the shackles. I don't know. Um, test the shackles as in Okay, so how strong are they? Like, can, can I? Is there any give as I'm like test like, uh, like pulling at them? Is the word I want? Gotcha. Um, uh, go ahead and just make a make an investigation check. Okay, um, and just out of habit, I'm going to do my little arcane hand movement thing and mutter to myself in quarry. Okay. As you move your hands, nothing happens. All right. Straight investigation then. Starting out the night real great. That's a nat 20. Yes. Poogers, you know, like poggers, but like poogers. No, I don't. Cougars. Know anyway, <laughs> it's a Twitch a thing. 20. It's okay. Twitch culture. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> it's soon. a Twitch thing. <laughs> we will. Um, so, very observant. Actually, I'm going to pull up the item here so I can read what I can for you with that investigation roll. 
these shackles appear to be made of some kind of like diamond or gemstone material. Um, you can see that there is some kind of magic that runs through them. They are very finely made. Um, and from what you just witnessed, it appears as though they bind you from using any kind of magic. Okay. Um, uh, what you can also tell with that natural 20, I'll say, um, there is a slight possibility that you could break through them. But the enchantment would only allow you to break through them once every 30 days. What? So you would essentially only get one shot of breaking them on your own. No That's key weird. or anything like that. Okay. Uh, I probably don't have my stuff with me, I, I imagine. Correct. Okay. Um, and if I fail to break them, they harden? You gather. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, metagaming, Dane, we're going to have to chop off your hands. That's chill. I can just turn into animals or something. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you could you could do greater restoration on your hands. I don't have greater restoration, and I believe that is a spell called regenerate. Correct. Which is a separate thing. <laughs> but that might, that might be on the druid list. I don't remember. It is. Uh, anyway, it's several levels down it's the road. Seventh level spell, I believe. Yeah, which would be level 14 or 15. Something like for that. For me to learn it. So it'll be a minute. Easy. Cake. No problem. I'll just have no hands until then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Although, could you imagine? Is there anyone, like, I know previously there was an occupant across the way. Are they still there? Uh, pretty easily, you can tell that, yes, there is There is okay. still that same woman from before. Okay. Is there anybody else? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. And just out of habit, I'll do the thing again with my hands, but I know that it doesn't work. Just sure. Because that's the thing that Dane would keep doing. <sighs> Natural six plus seven. That's a 13. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Wow, that's our first natural six of the night. Can we get a hand clap? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, it's not very difficult. Um, you do spot what looks like a very old, decrepit man. Like in another cell? Correct. There are what you from what you can see, there are six cells in here. OK, three kind of opposing each other. OK, just remember, Goku died to one. So. Huh. That's true. But Gohan avenged him. Um. <laughs> Goku. The man seems to be breathing, but other than that, he looks dead. OK. Um, 
breathing dead man. I would like to take a short time to just consider my options and yield the floor for a moment while while Tyler actually thinks. Is that an option? <laughs> Can I do that? Uh, like pass the ball? Yeah, I'd like I I just need time to think. Sure. Okay. And I don't want to just like, oh, oh what, I'll tell you I what do? I wouldn't do is interact with that zombie. That's a good idea. Uh, one quick question as I'm doing my considerations. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a short rest probably, right? Correct. Okay. Maybe you so I have, I have no wild shapes. I have one hit point. Um, I have two levels of exhaustion. And uh, no yeah. magic. You're dead. Yeah. So unless you guys bust me out, I'm in pretty dire straits. All right. So here's uh, the plan, team. We're not going to bust Dane out. It's what he would want. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't want us to risk ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I agree. He volunteered for this, right? That, yeah. You're not wrong. That Hi, is, everyone. Like, look at Dane me. did specifically say, don't worry about me. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Wouldn't it be so funny if, like, Rondon turned to me and he goes, Dane's figured out everything I've been in. <laughs> he's ever told me he was going to figure out. We're good. Let's go on vacation. Just look at my watch. Yeah, he'll be out at any minute now. <laughs> Thanks, like, record scratch. Go to Dane, like, I bet you're worried how I got into this situation. <laughs> oh, God. Well, okay. the whole story when my mom met my dad. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. things got pretty crazy. We come back to the streets of Berkshire. Just some 20 to 30 minutes ago. That's Dana's, all? Yeah. Sorry. It's only been 20 to 30 minutes and he's already at this level of exhaustion. Yeah. Oh, shit. You think it's easy being fucking whipped and beaten? Mm-mm. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. Don't say it, Mac. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so, the rest of you are in Dane's neighborhood. The bell has rung. And people are going on about their business. There is a sort of direness in the air. People are not uh, lollygagging. They are going from place to place for <coughs> purpose, and it doesn't seem like they're stopping for much else. All right, I, as someone's walking by, I just qu- quickly like grab by the arm, like, "Hey, hey, hey! What does the bell mean?" Curfew has ended. Curfew? When has there ever been a curfew? I'm sorry, I can't stay and talk. And they well, kind of I can't. pull away and start to walk. <laughs> I pull them back. Listen. I'm, just <laughs> I'm sorry. And Rob Dodd's like, don't worry, I'll figure a way out. <laughs> Come and get Dane! Alright, then as they're walking by, I'm like, <laughs> grab another person. like, why is there a curfew? <laughs> I expect multiple voices. Uh, you. <laughs> this is a, um, a three-cream-looking fellow. Kind of looks like an ant. Um, 
like a dark red to their carapace. Um, and they begin to speak. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand you. <laughs> and they wander yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Anyways. All right, guys. Uh, well, I think Dane's house is safe right now. Uh, <sighs> Where are we? As Pip finally wakes up. And I'm like, Pip, huh? dang it. You slept through everything. Dane got arrested. What? Sorry. Let me speak in my normal voice. Dang, got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, aha. Uh-huh. Are we in Berkshire? We're in Berkshire. Berkshire, yes. Uh, long story? Uh, anyways, I don't I don't have time. Let's get in the house. <laughs> long story short, get in the house. Okay. <laughs> Wolf, get in the house too. <laughs> Pickles, get in the house. What happened? Niffy. Get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. Halves. Quan saying, maybe. Yeah, kind of full in here. You just wait outside. <laughs> I do better at the door. What happened? Well, he got stars. arrested. He got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but... To kind of save my my cheeks, uh, it's kind of smart that mouth at these guards because, well, you and Dan are wanted. I mean, you're, you're wanted by me and you know these guys too. But what? like, you're also wanted by Berkshire. You got a bounty on your head. What? To be alive. Wh- why? <laughs> and in prison. <laughs> I I wish I knew. Partially because Mac doesn't remember, but also I don't think we asked that question. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Dane in in his <clears throat> stupid heroic way, he turned himself into a spider and came crawling out of his house uh, as Dane uh, and uh, got arrested. Um. <laughs> we we need to get him out. <laughs> you bet you we do. <laughs> yeah, that's the tough part because he's now in at Lord uh, Mayor Faust's uh, house. Uh, what? I'm assuming a it. Yes. So, Quantum's uh, having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> You're just shaking in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bust him out somehow. So I was thinking, which is dangerous. Um, we got to sneak our way in it somehow. What time of day is it? Night, all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, are there pyres outside? There's glowing. Crystals, crystals around so, the city. Um, since you weren't here for this, Carla, um, there appears to be one large, like glowing crystal in the center of the city, and um, all around the edges of the like the city walls, 
there are smaller crystals kind of positioned outside it. So there's like a dull kind of white light that kind of hangs over the entire city. Can I do an arcana check on that? Uh, I believe it was already done, whoever did that before. I think that was Eric? Yeah. What'd he do? Um, other than the fact that the crystals around town are sort of reflecting and refracting the light from the main crystal, which we haven't gone to yet, I don't think we knew anything else besides that. How far away is the main crystal from Dane's house? I think it's like center of town. Correct. Yeah. And Dane's house is on like the outskirts, like the outer, not not outside of Berkshire, but closer on the, to the outer. Wall. Correct. Is it guarded by people or by guards? You have no idea. We haven't been over there yet. Do we know where the doppelganger is? Uh, we do not. He wasn't here when we got here, and that's all we really know. But Doldry's uh, shop is shut down and it looks like maybe she was arrested too or had to leave in a hurry or something. Okay. Can I make an investigation in Dane's house? Uh, Sure, exactly. What are you looking for? Um, Any sign of uh, the doppelganger. Okay. And like any struggle, like if he left quickly, like just kind of what happened at Dane's house. Okay. 20. Not natural. I got four, 14 and I have a plus 6. Uh, it seems pretty clean. It doesn't seem like there was any struggle here. It doesn't seem like this was the setting of any kind of nefarious plot or uh, struggle or anything like that. Okay. Um, guys, does anybody have a plan? When we left... When we left the city, the two people who knew about Nazim being... Dane were Doldry and Tyron. I don't I don't know Tyron at all. Doldry seems to be gone. It's the only person I can think that maybe we should be checking with. <clears throat> Tyron. Hopefully yeah. he kept his mouth shut. I think that we need well, to go check it out. Well, if I know Tyron, he wouldn't you know, <laughs> turns back on his own member of a guild. Yeah. Opportunity Have... makes a liar out of anybody. Opportunity will also make somebody use their tongue. I've heard that one before. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> well, <laughs> Rondon. <laughs> okay. So, I guess meta gaming. Because <laughs> uh, I've been recommended about how to do this. How would we want to, if we were to go for the doppelganger, how would we want to include him into this plan? Uh, if at all. Um, Here's what I think. Tend to be Dane and run away as fast. Here's what I think. We need to go to Doldry's. We're not sure if she's there or not, but we need to go inside. 
we do know that Dolce's not there because it's boarded up and ransacked. Oh, it is? Yeah, if I remember correctly. So where yeah. would Tyron be? Woodworkers Guild, more likely. Where's that? Uh, you wouldn't know where it was, but Rondon would. It's everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. The guild is the people, not the building. <laughs> Rondon, do you know where Tyron would be? Well, he'd be at the guild. I mean, unless he went running off, but we gotta if we if we leave this if we leave this house, we gotta be sneaky because I can only assume that curfew is set for a reason, and they don't want anyone out. So, curfew's not currently on, right? Correct. Curfew's been lifted. Quansing, do you still have those wanted posters of Dane and Pip? <clears throat> yes, right here. I pull them out. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you're a much easier hide when you're asleep. I'm uh, looking at it and I go, Pip, no need to be worried. This looks nothing like you. I, I lean into Quansing like, that looks exactly like Pip. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> No, guys, this looks like No, it like really doesn't. Pit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like me. <laughs> Niffy, we need your help. Punch, punch Pip in the face. <laughs> What's going on? I've just been kind of spaced out most of the time. After the guy got captured, I kind of tuned out. <laughs> Hold on. I don't even know who got captured, Niffy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Niffy has my heart. <laughs> look, if we're looking for someone... Why don't we just yell it in the street and see no. who turns? No. Then we know if it's him. Niffy, no. Good idea. See, watch. What? Hey, Rondon. No, no. See, hey, he turned. A... <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> Niffy. Niffy, Niffy, we are going to go to the guild to see if we can find Tyron. I need you to do me a favor. Depends on what it is. I need you to go to the flaming boot. I need you to be a boot. And you want me to go to the bar? Deal. I'll see you guys later. Wait. Hold on. We didn't even. What? I need. We need the thieves go help. So you want me to talk to people? You know what? Why don't you go with them? I'll go to the flaming boot. I like that option. I think we're better. thinking on the same level, you and me. Yeah, I think so too. I think I will observe the city. See what I can find out. Eric, would you care to join? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll look around with you. All right, Nephi, you if go I... with Rondon. I'll go to the flaming boot. Quan Sing, you and Eric kind of just scout the town. And we'll just split the party and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe check out that big crystal that they got. Yeah. Yes. Quan saying, if you can find out what is up with that crystal. Yeah, we're running recon for sure. I'm a map maker. I want to know what the what the lay of the land looks like. We need to get Dane out of there. And I think that I have Aragoth might come handy if we can. 
do something with that crystal. Yeah. Do you want to take... Well, I guess Eric has the eye, right? I think Quan Sang has it, doesn't he? Perfect. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, Quan Sang has it. I've been putting it in the player's chip, but don't forget I finished that longbow. Oh, yeah, so I have a longbow now. No, I have a longbow now. As uh, Rondon pulls it out and he starts playing with it. I'm using it as like a uh, giant flosser. So Dane made this. He finally finished it. Took him long enough. This is wrecking my teeth, but it's worth it. I grab the bow and I look Pip in the eye and I say, we need to be quick. Otherwise, this will be the last thing Dane ever made. Uh, Dane. Do I just look up longbow, Brandon? Yeah, so um, add longbow to your inventory and then when you add it, go to customize and then put plus one to damage, plus one to hit. Okay, hold on. Because I believe you put the Rune of Harm into it, right? Yes. And it has the... Uh, Can it not just be a, a plus one longbow then? Uh, no. Because you can't separate the rune from it. Right, but there's a difference between like a magically acquired weapon and a rune weapon. So customize, then, then what? Hit customize and then just put plus one to damage, plus one to hit. Or you can just add it to your inventory and then I'll work on it while you guys talk. Okay, it's in my inventory. And then it also has the uh, black and bowstring. Don't forget that. Sure. Okay, it's in my inventory. Okay. Um, um, I'm sending to... a picture quick. Sorry to chime in again. Um, so this would be the style that Dane crafted. It's got that, like, the handle in the center and then it uh, curves out and then back on both the top and the bottom. So it's like a, like a proper... Uh, three curve uh, recurve um, with the handle wrapped in like woven brush that Dane found while he was keeping watch and on the front is like a like a, an, a burned in um, burning I can't think of what the word I want like I burned in a signet ring that I wear so it's like an ornate D with like brands. Yeah, it's branded. Um, branding. Like branded. Yeah. That's um, my name. Yeah. What? <laughs> now I know what your name means. Uh, branding well, Rubying. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It, it's, it's like a, the letter D with like vines around the edge. And then there's like a... It, it's kind of small to see, but there's like an angel in the center of the D. Hmm. That's my maker's mark. And I'm done chiming in. That's, uh, I just wanted to specify that detail. Oh, you're so special. Just kidding. <laughs> it might be the last thing Dane ever makes. <laughs> I look at this and with purpose, I go to the flaming boot. Okay. So who would like to go first? Do Does anyone have? Do you, sure. I'll just, uh, so what are the groups again? Uh, me and Niffy. So Mike and Rondon. Nope. Uh, no, Mike no, no. And... Sing Mike and Eric are together. Oh, okay. Rondon and Niffy. Niffy. And then Pip. just Pip by yourself. Okay, so just roll a 20. You don't even need to add anything. Just roll a 20. Nice. Got a, got a nine. You can roll for us here. Four. 19. Never mind, I'll roll. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we start with, uh, with Pip then. <laughs> 
The flaming boot. Just measure, just tiptoeing down like that. All right, so. Do we know what time of night it is? Not really. Um, not really. No. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I'm going to go off of. I say, is the curfew just from what we've learned? Is the curfew when the moon is up or when it's not? Uh, the curfew ended uh, when the moon was not up. Okay, so when the moon is in the sky, people are stuck in their houses. Uh, correct, yeah. Although the moon had set before you got into Berkshire. Okay. So curfew is just kind of arbitrary. All right. I guess this should also... Can, we, can I say this bef- before we split up? Be back at Dane's in an hour or two when you feel necessary, but we can't take too long. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anyways, bye. I just start running out the door. <laughs> and if he like <laughs> picks you up like a football and starts running. <laughs> like that <laughs> chicken, like that chicken from uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, Niffy, put me down. You don't know where to go. I know where to go. I know where to go. So. You make your way to the flaming boot. With your hood up. Yes, I'm not going to put my hood up because I can't with the headphones, but my head is up. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You walk in. It is. I wouldn't say it's busy, but it's more packed than the last time when you were here. Um, or I guess not the last time. It's a medium pack. There, there are open seats, but um, there's still people inside, and they don't seem to be talking very loudly. It doesn't seem like a very rambunctious crowd. Um, there is a minstrel playing in the corner. I uh, make my way to the bar. And I'm okay. keeping I'm keeping my my head down. That way mm-hmm. my face is not showing, okay? Gotcha. I take out a hundred quill and place them on the bar. In front of the barkeep. Mm-hmm. And I say, find me Thomas. He opens the bag and kind of puts it underneath the bar. You see him walk off. Doesn't say a word. He begins to talk to some of the other employees there. Some time goes by, maybe five to six minutes. As you do, you take a seat at all? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Okay. At the bar. Okay. With my eventually, back towards the door, my hood down. Gotcha. He eventually returns, and he says. Uh, the fellow that you're looking for is uh, sitting over there with the green tunic and the brown cap. I gave him 20 more quill. I wasn't here. Of course. <clears throat> okay. Then I go back. Okay. Back where? To where he is. Okay. I sit. I don't sit at the table he's at. I set the table next to him. Okay. So but you look at this man. 
Yeah. So he's sitting like here, and I'm sitting like at a table next to him, like like that, like opposite. Okay. Okay. You can see this man. Um, as he said, he is wearing a green tunic, kind of uh, a bit of like like gold trim to it. Wearing a like a, a brown cap that kind of comes down, and like these straps that hang down from the side of his chin. His long pointed nose and pointed chin. An oddly familiar fellow. What is? What is? Repeat him. Repeat that description. He's got a green tunic. He's got a brown cap that kind of these like flaps come down from the sides, like towards his chin. He's got a long kind of pointed nose and a pointed chin. Kind of thin looking fella. We let him speak. Huh? Sorry. Dave's not there. Sorry. And he looks familiar to me? Yeah. I say have come to Dale. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the asshole. Okay. Um. Son of a bitch. Is the door open? Do you say this? Mm-hmm. Do you yell it or do you approach him? Yeah, I go up to him. <laughs> it's the Hi. door open! It's just the door! <laughs> so you approach him. He looks at you. You say, the door open. He says, Who's knocking? The gingerbread man. And I look at him. I reveal my face. Okay. Oh, it's you. Have you come to Dale? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what you're child. saying. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the door open? Who's knocking? She didn't say what to say after that. Did she? <laughs> saying that. I don't know. <laughs> she didn't tell me who was knocking. <laughs> I'm the one who knocks. Um, I'm going to say Bosh. He pull, he puts his, pushes his chair back as he stands up and he just says, follow me. And I follow. Okay. He begins to walk towards the kind of further edge of the bar. Um, 
he opens the door to what looks like a like a storage room of some kind and you can see um, these large wooden barrels and he begins to move them out of the way you can see that there's this kind of slight lining in the ground as he moves all of them out of the way and he pulls up this door this trap door that reveals a staircase that leads down made of stone I follow she's dead (laughs) this is where Pip gets murdered Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. You been that son of a bitch, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You begin to wander down these set of stairs. It is kind of musty. Um and dark until you reach uh, what looks like almost like a like an alleyway full of different stalls being manned by different people like a whole like street of commerce that you can see here he says He says, right, in you go. I go. And he turns around and begins to head back up the stairs. Um, it is very dark. Like I said, there are different kinds of stalls here. A bunch of shady people dressed in dark robes, mostly obscuring their faces. People are just as shifty as you are right now. Um, can I do a perception check to see if I can find, like, so there, you said there are stalls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can I see what's in the stalls, I guess? Is that a perception check or do I just have to go up and... Just go up and look at them, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Let me pull this up quick. Screen will look like choppers on your head. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, some of the some of the stalls have um like different kinds of potions and. Uh, you can immediately tell that these are all illegal items. Mm-hmm. Um. You can see uh, what looks like a pipe that is like black and purple. Um, a helmet that's eyes glow red. Mm-hmm. Um. 
several kinds of dice in different colors and different materials um, that appear to be pretty expensive and they appear to be marked with skulls. Um, can I see if I can buy tools? Okay, sure. Uh, just make an investigation check for me. 22. Okay. Um, you do find one stall that is selling thieves tools. Um, go ahead and just make a charisma check for me. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's cocked. Okay. 14. Okay. I have a minus one of charisma. Okay. So you meet with this haggard old woman. Um, her skin is very leathery and calloused. You can see one of her eyes is completely whited out. Her hair nearly missing, wearing a black robe that covers and obscures most of her features. And she says, I'll sell you this for 38 quill. Are those these tools? Mm hmm. How many are there? Just a set. Which includes? Uh, everything that you would need to like pick a lock. Um, so it is a small file, um, a set of lock picks, um, a small mirror mounted on a metal handle a set of narrow-bladed scissors, and a pair of pliers. Um. For the purposes of using the lockpick, like the... Sorry. Excuse me. Eh. For the purposes of using it as like a like a lock picking tool, um, this would count as like a, a single set, which means that like in case in the case that something were to happen, like you roll a natural one or something like that, your lock picks would break, and so you'd have to get a new set. Three for a hundred. Make a persuasion check. A fine deal. So mark off a hundred quill and you can add three thieves tools to your inventory. Okay. And I'm proficient in thieves tools, so I know how to use it. Correct. Okay. Um which I can add as a skill on your skills thing. Okay. Um, hundred more for information. What kind of information are you looking for? Allies. 
I'll need you to be a little more specific. Against our glorious leader in Berkshire, Faustus. There are not many people who declare allegiance to him. Should be fairly easy. Point me in a direction. And I'll give you a hundred more. Make a persuasion check. Oh, can I have advantage because that was good? I'll give you advantage because you're bribing her. Okay. Where is it? 17. 18 minus 1. Very well. And you give her the gold? Or 200. The quills? Yep, 200 quill. Okay. She takes the quill. She says, You'll want to speak with Kritkak, the leader of the Slasher Gang. What a weird game. What's his name, Brennan? What's his name? Uh, let me look up the exact spelling. Okay. I just need to look up my organizations tab. The slasher gang, here we go. So his name, okay, so it's spelled C-R-I-T-K-A-C. Okay, Kritkak? Mm-hmm. Kritkak. Kritkak. Ally against Faustus. And which way did she say? Uh, she didn't say a direction. But she just says... Find him. You can find him further in. Do you know where? It varies from time to time, but... Sometimes he... wanders through the city. Other times he wanders through this alley. Other times in the flaming boot. What does he look like? scales and golden teeth. You can often see him wearing studded leather or dark furs, and he carries a small green hammer with him. Very hard to miss. And what is your name? That is not important. I've given you your information. If you need anything else, state your business. Or leave. Well, I hope I can make an ally out of you. And I give her 50 more quill. She pushes it away and she says, 
I'm not interested in such dealings. Well, thank you for the information. Be on your way. Okay. <clears throat> um, and I guess, can I make a perception check as I leave? What are you looking for? For him. Okay, so this would be more um, either investigation or it depends on how you're looking for him. Mm. Scanning the crowds, going to different places. She said that, where does he hang out? Just in the alleys? Um, could be the flaming boot, right? She didn't say the flaming boot or in the city, yep. Excuse me. Um, I guess, can I go in a little further and, um, and just see if I can spot him or see if I can find like a group of people or anything that could get, guide me into his direction, I guess. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, so as you begin to wander deeper and deeper into this this darkened like underground alleyway with these all these shifty people walking to and fro um it's it's a little unsettling you can see um uh what seems to be some kind of like slave trade and drug trades um people selling different kinds of rare, like magical regents, um, others selling different kinds of organs, whether they be monster or humanoid. Um, this is a very shifty place. Um, and as you continue wandering through, we will move on to the next person here. Okay. So who is next? Round down timbers. Round down and nothing. Round down So, <clears throat> excuse me. Round down and Niffy are heading towards the Woodworkers Guild. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, uh, eventually she gets tired of running and she says, oh, she puts you down and she says, Wait, where were we going again? <laughs> this is why I didn't want you to pick me up in the first place. If we're going the wrong direction, we were meant to turn right back there. Anyway, we're going to the Woodworkers Guild. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why are we I going need, there? Because I need to sp speak to Tyron. I need to see about where where our shapeshifter friend is. Not shapeshifter, he's a doppelganger. I, well, I don't know if he, he is a here. Doppelgangers she. being... They look like you and me and like everyone. Me? And you and me and everyone. <clears throat> that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You're telling me <laughs> she she or he or they looked like Dane and at one point Niffy. Not you, Niffy. Not, I met Pip. And also Quonset. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a mess. Um, but we need to see if Tyron knows anything about their whereabouts because I guess according to Pip they, they must have dipped somewhere they can't be nowhere yeah yeah alright alright so let's go we're 
point me in the right way. Well, let's go back that way, because again, you took a left when we were supposed to take a right. She picks you up again and she starts running. <laughs> ah, damn it, Niffy. <laughs> You're like, uh. <laughs> damn it, Niffy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, eventually, after running around for another 10 more minutes as you as she takes you to like three other wrong turns, you eventually reach the Woodworkers Guild. All right. It is a, a beautiful building um, made of a uh, very expensive looking kind of like darker wood. Um, you can see the the banner presented in the front of the establishment and you can see that uh, every piece of this building is very intricately carved um, and just it, it is a beautiful building that stands out against most. Um, very well kept. Um, right. But you see a uh, a board uh, nailed to the front of it. Hold up. This doesn't match anything. <laughs> does, is the board like, does it say anything on it or is it like board, trying to board up? It's the, like a like a large wooden plank. Kind of like put over the door. Well, I'm not going to disrespect a building like this. So I kind of just take out my my hand axe and just kind of pry at the, the board to come up open. Okay, Niffy stops you. She says, wait, Rondon, let's think about this. If you come at it from this angle, it's much better. <laughs> ah, you're right. I do like the 45 degree angle. Oh my god. Smirk. We should See, not I have sent them things. together. <laughs> 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 no. Um, so just make a strength check for me. With pleasure. Uh, let's find that strength. Oh, duh. Anyways. That is 15. Okay. So you pull and you pull and you pull and the board comes loose. You just pop it out. Um, It almost falls to the floor and you catch it. Don't want to disrespect this and just kind of toss it around the corner. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And as I open the door, I kind of want to just kind of rub my thumb over the the hole that was made kind of just like out of his sign I'm just like I can't believe someone fucking did this but I enter the building okay um the doors do open so you you head inside it is empty completely there's no light in here but the light from the outside kind of comes in through the varied windows at the um, different parts of the building. There is a long and uh, pretty regal looking like main foyer area. Mm. Several seats and tables, a very welcoming area. There is a notice board for jobs and um, what looks like a like a front desk for people to either make appointments or requests or, you know, kind of the, the mediator place for people to kind of, yeah, you know, 
So he's sorted uh, to guess, different woodworkers. I want to just kind of do a general perception check of it looks like uh, like people were forcibly taken out or if like there is any sort of tell me if I'm asking for a lot or if there's any struggle of power per se. So you can make a perception check. Um, insight check sounds like or investigation check sounds like more what you're looking for, but perception okay. check will get you different kinds of information. Got it. So yeah, let's just let's do an investigation then. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Niffy will okay. offer help, so you'll get advantage. Perfect. Appreciate that, Niffy, because that's now a natural twenty. Oh, yeah. Was it with Niffy's help? With Niffy's help, because the first one <laughs> was a four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to go. Way Thank to go. you, Niffle. Niffle her um, herself. So as you guys are investigating, um, you're kind of lost in the in the sudden emptiness of this place. And Niffy shouts to you. She's like, Rondon, look! Someone dropped their donut. Damn it. What's a good donut? <laughs> Precious food. <laughs> <laughs> what a team <laughs> and uh, as you as you continue investigating from that uh, you begin to notice that uh, some papers are uh, kind of loosely scattered on the floor it seems like people were rushed out of here um, some tables and chairs are kind of out of order and it seems like there was a struggle of some kind almost as if People were defiantly moved out of here or kind of run out of here. Hmm. Doesn't seem like it was a like a quiet leave. It seems like some people put up a fight. Got it. It's the goddamn Faustus again. Murdering donuts. Fucking murdering donuts. <sighs> Is it still good? It's probably a little stale by now. Diffy, did you already eat the donut? Hmm? Oh, she's like, has it all in her <laughs> mouth? <laughs> you couldn't at least share with me? Whatever. I'm a Whatever. big I'm girl, a... okay? And I'm a small man. I don't know why we're bringing size in here. Here, there's some jelly on the floor. Here, have it. I don't... Okay. <laughs> it's still good. It's tasty. <laughs> what is this, elderberry? <laughs> Interesting. Uh... <laughs> Your stomach starts gurgling. <laughs> oh, work! Crap! Bathroom! <laughs> uh, shoot. So. Bouses definitely ran out the Woodworkers Guild because obviously, why not? We're a threat. How would I want to check and see if Tyron has an office if he was like uh, making correspondence with Zareem or like kind of keeping notes on him. See, like, I don't know. See, see if there's something there. Sure. So would that be another investigation then? Uh, I would say you would know where his office is. So 
the people who have have offices here are going to be um uh Tyron uh there is another officer named Avard and then um two senior officers mm-hmm. named Delias and Nadia all right those are so the, I guess I'd... those are the only people that have offices here so I think I'll, the primary focus to be for Tyron because, I mean, he, to, to, for what I remember, he's the only one that really knew about Zareen, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, yeah, I want to see if like there's any hints to where Zareen could be, or if like he was keeping close tabs on him, whatnot. Okay, sure. So you head to um, Tyron's office. Um, there's a desk, a uh, couple of chairs, what looks like a like a, a cabinet with kinds of paperwork. Um, you can see that he has a a plant that he keeps in there. Pretty standard office. Some trinkets that he has made out of wood, and what looks like a a half carved. Um, animal-looking thing on his desk with, like, a bunch of wood shavings around it. Looks like in his spare time, or maybe while he was just bored, he would carve away at it. So I just turn to Niffy, he's like, he collects punko fops. Punkos. <laughs> uh, well, sh- shit, Niffy. It looks like we're at a dead end. I thought for sure that we'd at least find something here. I mean, <clears throat> I'm just wondering where he took him. There's more Thanks. offices, man. What? There's more offices. Yes, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to check out those other offices just to make sure that they're, you know, clear. If, see if anyone's hiding or whatnot. Okay. Um. So just go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Alrighty. Niffy will help you with this. Thank God. 13. Okay. Um, As you keep looking in the offices and the desks, um, different um, like contracts for work and other notices, there's nothing in writing that uh, would give you any clues about what happened here. Um, But what you do find um, is what looks like uh, uh, like blood stains. Not not a lot, but just very few. It doesn't seem like anyone was killed here, but it seems like there was a fight put up. Um, you know for a fact that. Um, the Woodworkers Guild is very respected. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's not very easy to come after them, like, legally. So the fact that they came in here and kind of just rounded everyone up and took them away or pushed them out of here means that uh, either something had come to light or maybe Faustus is just finally off his rocker. All right. All right, I like that. Um, There's something there. There's something there. All right, I'm going to... I think... I, I turned it in like, I, I think I got all the information I need. I... I think we can start a revolution right now. <laughs> I think... I think we need to start talking to some... Some uh, little folk like me to... See if we can't put Faustus in his place. You look over to her and she's eating another donut. <laughs> God damn it, Niffy! <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't I, share one donut. I found it earlier, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time for this, Niffy. Dane's in trouble. Why? Yeah, I'll give you this other one. He, she pulls out another one. Where are you getting these donuts, Niffy? I found a this- box. So she pulls out a box like from behind her that she's been holding with her arm. All right. One of those is for Dane, for sure. He Give me the box. Dude, donuts sound so good right now. They do. <laughs> they like, do. I'm thinking of the jelly filled from uh, um, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, my God. I really like cake donuts. Cake donuts are good. Now would be a great time to talk about our friends over at the Donut Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, we're having Although a load real- of Hertz donuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of an icon guy. Uh, not a sponsor, but I wish. We could talk to him. Yeah. So anyways. You know, that's my sponsor is just to say something. So as uh, as you we say this, say that uh, you've gathered enough information and you yell at Niffy for having a, um, donut. a, a donut box behind her back, um, you take your leave as we come to Kwan Sing and Eric. <laughs> We're just sitting in a room. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, <laughs> All right, we forfeit our turn. Uh, <laughs> and Dane's now murdered. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Eric, I think we should check the city. Um, I'll get my map out. Maybe I'll start a new parchment. Specific to Berkshire. Um, I'm going to kind of steer us. You're muted. <laughs> Darn, I was wondering if anybody was going to He was going. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to kind of steer us as we walk in the general direction of the main crystal. Um, oh, Mike, I literally just saw that chat had something in there. Yeah, no, that was, that was like an hour ago. So I, I said to Drew, hey, what are we going to do when we have our little part? 
Like, That's so got funny. nothing back. And no. Drew just sat there going. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that for quite a while, actually. <laughs> so anyway, gonna start kind of steer us in the direction of uh, the the crystal, but as we're walking, um, try and look nonchalant, um, but paying attention to see if guards are paying attention to us. Does it look like we are being watched or anything as we uh, move around? I would say make an insight check. Okay. Not my forte. The nat watch. So um, you can't really tell. Um, there are a lot of people out. Is it noticeable that he's looking for them? Uh, no, not really. Not even with the he's, nat watch. He's just looking. <laughs> yeah, that's not really. Okay, then I'll ignore it. Drew will, I mean. Um. Okay, so we're moving towards the crystal. Brandon, would you say with like map drawing and stuff, I, I guess I don't know if there's something in D&D for it, like um, would Quan Seng be able to like, would he be able to draw pretty well? Uh, yeah, as a cartographer, sure. Okay, I just want to make sure what like I did that it wasn't like exclusive to maps because I want to kind of draw the crystal as I'm looking at it. Yeah, just just to have it like documented. Mm-hmm. So I'll draw that crystal in kind of the way it, em- it emits light, almost it emulates. Um, and so I guess just talking to Eric, I'm just going to say we we have to get a lay of this land. We have to figure out where the guards are the strongest and where they're the weakest. And we have to devise a plan to get Dane out of there. Are you thinking we need to forcibly break him out, or is there some way we can secure his release some other way? My hope is that Pip and Rondon are successful in swaying people's opinions. Well, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And if they are, we will have more than just us. We need a sizable distraction. At first, I thought it would be this crystal, but... Well, if this is the source of light for the city, an attack on this crystal will surely draw guards away from Faustus's place, right? Correct, but too much damage and we lose all of our light. And currently, we aren't in a situation where we can afford to lose all of our light. But remember that Dane has the light. Oh, wait, hang on. Um, <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> Way to roast him. <laughs> well, looking at all these guards, I would guess there's Brandon. From where I'm standing, I guess would it be a perception? 
what are you looking for? I just wanted like a general number of the guards that kind of roam the plaza, the area. Okay. Would yeah, I go percept- ahead and make a yeah perception. Um, sorry, I'm in my notes. I'm trying to be a note taker. It's the worst. Um, oh not bad 18 18 Um, there appear to be two to three guards every every other block or so okay so there are empty blocks yeah yeah, it doesn't seem like they travel alone. They always go in like pairs or in threes. Two or three. Just kind of analyzing. And how many, like, are by Faustus's place outside? Um, so you're traveling to the. Yeah, we're just like kind of strolling, you know, walking around. Okay. Um, there are many more. Um, so there are the two guards that kind of patrol the the gate, the entrance to the gate. But um, there is always a patrol going like around his house, okay. like or, around the um, like the the iron gate. Sure. Like there's the ones posted in the front, and then there are patrols that kind of go around. Make sure that people aren't like climbing the the gate and. Tell me the build of Faustus's house. Uh, there is an iron gate that surrounds it. There is um, like a, a rather large, uh, like yard garden, and then in the center is his house, that is almost like a like a mansion. It's like three, three to four stories tall. Is it wood, brick, stone? Uh, it is wood and stone, yeah. What parts of it are wood? Uh, it, it seems like the um, like the foundation is mostly stone. Okay. And the like the the majority of it is wood. I looked. I kind of uh, looked to Eric and I say, just quietly. Put out a few of those. I'm sorry, what now? I've put out a few of those. I look to the house. We have a friend who has a bad habit. Yes, yeah. Um, I don't... Maybe that's a good distraction, uh, but <laughs> I don't know that burning the building that we need to get someone out of is the best plan. Maybe a building next door. Fire travels up. If we start on the roof, we could sneak in the main floor. I thought Rhonda and Nivy were bad. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me. Um, 
Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> well, well, we'll bring that back to the group and uh, see. <laughs> Pip's going to be in favor of that. Um. <laughs> right now, you're outnumbered, Derek. Yeah. Being Pip versus. <laughs> yeah, Nif- Niffy's probably going to be on board with this plan, too. Um. <laughs> well. <laughs> It's a backup plan. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. As we've been walking through the streets, um, are there other shops like Doldries that we're seeing boarded up? Uh, let me see. Let me check my notes here. As we're as he's kind of scanning, I say under my breath to Eric, "We should stop at the tea shop." Do, do they have do they have some magic teas that can can help us here? Acid. Uh, so uh, there are a lot of shops still open. Okay. Any that we notice closed though. So, let me see. Uh, it seems the tea shop is actually uh, closed. Perfect. Um, How about Priscilla's? <clears throat> is that her name? Yes. The, the magic shop. What is the what is the female elf's name? Priscilla. That's what I was thinking of. When you said Priscilla, I was like, wait, that's that's the female elf. When did she open a show? Yeah, she she moved to Berkshire, hung up her shingle, giving it a go. It's the whole Erwin and Eowyn situation. Like I always get those two confused. But it just it sounds so so similar. Um, as you are walking by Priscilla's, um, you notice her actually leaving her shop, um, putting up a sign. Oh, just a closed sign or from this perspective, you can't tell she's still kind of working it out. Um, it's going to nonchalantly walk that direction. Okay. Not, not necessarily approaching her. Want to see what the sign says. I will approach her. <laughs> <laughs> I will walk directly at her. Uh, she she still has my lid. She <laughs> yeah, does. So as Eric, as you begin to kind of look and investigate to see what is the, what the sign is that she is putting up. Uh, Quan Sang just walks right up to her and as she um, kind of turns away to to face Quan Sang, you can see that the sign just says closed until further notice. I look at her and I say the lid. The lid. <laughs> <laughs> the lid, the lid, the lid, the lid. <laughs> 
Oh, so it's you. Yes, old friend, the lid. I need the lid to the scroll case. I will give you two quill for it. (laughs) (laughs) Make a perception or persuasion check. (laughs) Well, I'm proficient in this. uh, 22. Okay, gotcha. She says. All right, you. You are a strange one. (laughs) Come with me. As she notices you, Eric, she says. Oh, hey, I know you. You're the one that bought the paints from me. I look to Eric and I go. How much did she sell them to you for? What for 100? Why is did she? I looked at Priscilla and I say, you cook it, old woman. And I walk inside. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, not like uh, you're nasty, like uh, in you a stanky jo- ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a very, very like passive humor. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. we're friends. <laughs> Crooked old woman. <laughs> and I walk inside. Uh, you step inside and you see that everything has been stripped from her shop. There are no items. Nothing. I look around and I say, Did you sell all of it? I wish. What does that mean? Well, in light of the new developments in Berkshire, my merchandise has been commandeered by the Lord Mayor. (laughs) Faustus. Now that's a real crook. He told me to submit some paperwork and that I would be reimbursed. It's been about a week or so. He's not going to reimburse you. I know you know that. Fortunately, there's just nothing I can do. Nothing you can do alone. Careful with that talk. She um, goes behind the, like into a back room um, and procures the She's scroll cap out for you. Cuffs. <laughs> she goes back to me. Got you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were crooked, Brit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so she brings back the uh, the scroll. The seal? Or the lid? <laughs> the lid, yes. Did she ever tell me what was so awesome about this scroll case? It was, no, it was just a scroll case. Okay. It was protected by magic at one, like at one point, but yeah. not anymore. Okay. So magic wasn't like a long-standing thing. Priscilla, if if we moved against Faustus, could we count on any help from you? I don't know. I uh, going against Faustus would be going against the monarchy, and I don't. The monarchy. 
I know very little of this land. King Teramis rules over Primaris. Somebody write that down. <laughs> I'm bad at taking notes. And <laughs> King what? Teramis. Or is it... I can't remember if I originally pronounced it as Teramis or Teramis. It's Teramis now. There you go. Yeah, it's Teramisu. Oh, delicious. How many layers does he have? <laughs> what is he, an onion? <laughs> no, cake. Everybody loves cake. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to gamble my freedom like that. Do you remember Dane? Yeah, I knew of him. Faustus has arrested him. For crimes he almost certainly did not commit. I say almost certainly because... I did not know him forever, but the time that I did know him, he was a very honest man. And an innocent man will lose his life if we do nothing. I don't know. Ever since that white-haired woman came into the town, everything's just gone horribly awry. And where is she? Last I heard, she was heading northeast, hunting some lycanthropes. Did you happen to catch her name? Uh, something sycamore, um, sigil, sim, symbol, si- uh, s- sibyl, that's what it was. Sibyl sycamore. Somebody write that down. <laughs> she Sibyls. came into town from Ironwater. She had all kinds of beasts at her side. Some that flew, some that ran across the ground. She asked for an audience with the Lord Mayor and asked for his assistance with an ever-encroaching threat of shifters and lycanthropes. I'd always thought that the shifters and the wear people were peaceful folk. I had never any heard of any attacks. Um, well, very rarely. We could get you your shop back. I would... You're crazy enough. (laughs) I would even invest. I want to help you. I want to be on your side. I do not want Lord Lord Mayor Faustus to kill an innocent man. And I do not want to see all of you go hungry and homeless because of somebody who's a tyrant. (sighs) 
how do you propose that we even begin with this? We need a lot of people on our side. If you have connections of any sort, we... And I lean into her and I say, I should emphasize only connections you can trust. I I don't know if I want what happened to the Woodworkers Guild to happen with me. The Woodworkers Guild? Have you been out of town? For, for quite a while since before the sun went out. All of this, all of this is different. This is like a different city than the one that we visited before. Uh, it all started. Parallel universe. <laughs> It all started with just fear and paranoia. She was she was looking for someone. Um, Did you catch the name? No, but uh, from whisperings of people. Apparently she was looking for some some red-headed woman. Those pips off. And when Faustus learned of this, for some reason he went after Doldry. 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 Don't bring me into this. <laughs> and then it turns out that there was a shapeshifter working in her shop. Anyways, that was. What happened to them? They were imprisoned. After that, Where? Faustus sent. Oh, in the dungeons. Were there dragons? No. (laughs) There were not dungeons and dragons. She shoots you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) She had a gun this whole time? (laughs) She was our biggest asset. Proceed with what you were saying. I apologize for interrupting you. Apparently the the shape-shifting creature had been disguised as uh, Dane, believe it or not. Whether or not Dane had been like that the entire time, we don't know, but... I can assure you he wasn't. She squints her eyes at you. I will share with you that the honest man, Dane, that we spoke of tried to give that man an honest life. 
Well, regardless, this sent the Lord Mayor into descending deeper into madness. It He wanted to investigate everything about Dane and searched his house and sent her to search off to some house in the woods. Eventually, she took him with her and they began to lug a giant tree through the city. Uh, Anyways, it, it was enough to gain his trust and he founded her little hunting party and gave her men and gold and supplies and the city's been on this strange curfew ever since. So do you plan to sit here and let him take everything from you? Like I said, I don't know what else to do. Everyone else who defies him is either imprisoned or killed. In a perfect scenario, what would you have done? I don't know, but he justifies it all for our safety. The freaking government. I want to insight check her to get a feel for whether she is thinking she can trade any of the information that we've shared with her for her benefit with Faustus. That's a 15. Uh oh, typing. Digital whispers. Uh oh. I appreciate that you may not feel comfortable. joining us um, I I only ask that you keep what we've talked about to yourself and if we are able to unseat Faustus or, or remove him from power in some way your shop is back But what if we fail? I don't want to end up in prison for the rest of my life. (laughs) I I understand that. If you're not comfortable with it, you don't need to be involved. We will... We'll... uh, We'll help you get your shop back up and running once we've taken care of it. You've really given us a lot of good information and and uh, I, I appreciate that and I hope that 
I hope that you will keep our conversation here today to yourself. I look to her dead in the eyes with the most stern look I can and I say I want you to understand one thing you are only a prisoner when you surrender and that'll be the last thing I say to her I turn around because then he out. murders her <laughs> the last oh, word you I'm ever hear. <laughs> Feel the gust around me. Yeah, that was close. The wind, but <sighs> you were so close. One day I'll be Quan Sing. <sighs> One day. Believe it. Um, give me one second here. Uh, one. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. You guys ruined it. It was true. Thanks. It could have been better. Didn't ruin the line, just ruined your exit. <laughs> and Quan Sang smacks his face against the door and accidentally farts. <laughs> Gab. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine the most, like, wonky scenario of just, like, leaving just... <laughs> Let's go, Eric. Oh. oh man, I can't tell. I'm tired. I am it tired. But we're, we gotta break Dane out of prison. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be tonight. I'm not we're leaving not, until. <laughs> you're yeah, we're out. not leaving this Zoom call until Faustus is dead and Dane's out of prison. Yeah. That's it. We're <laughs> here all night, folks. Where at least Dane is out of prison and we can kill Faustus tomorrow. If yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Okay, but if Dane dies, you're allowed to you're allowed to go to bed. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fair. Cool. I'll just load up my backup character right away. Um She says Wait. Uh before you go. They didn't take everything. Um, and she pulls um, from her own bag. Uh, she pulls out this um, this small, uh, what looks like a, a dagger with a red hilt inside a sheath that is silver that has kind of like flowery, um, a flowery design on it in gold. She says, it's not much, but I hope I can help. I look at it. What is it? It's a flame tongue dagger. And I look to Eric and I go, definitely yours. 
I'll, I'll take it and look at it. Um, we can't. This is all they left you with. I'm, I'm gonna pull out. I'm not gonna say how much quill. I'm gonna count it for myself, and I'm gonna press it into her hands. And thank you. And then I'll tell you. But I'm not saying it to her. I'm not counting it out in front of her. It's a large okay. amount of quill. Do I hear the the uh, quill go? Oh yeah, I'm not trying to be sneaky about it. I'm just trying to not count it out in front of everybody. <laughs> One thing, so. don't look. <laughs> when I see him do that, I also give some, and I just I'm say, just... I I just say, um, consider this our thanks for the time we've spent together. You really don't have to. And I give her a large amount of quote. I say, if we die, I won't need it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll make it up to you one day. We have no doubt about that. <laughs> what he means is there's no need for that. <laughs> you freaking better. I'll, I'll be waiting. <laughs> so I don't know how much Quan Sing put in. I put in 200 quill because I wasn't expecting. Oh. I wasn't expecting Quan Sing to also throw in. I, I put in 300. Oh, shit. Okay, I threw in 350. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, throwing coins at this poor woman. <laughs> this is like super. Nope. That was a predetermined number I had just sent to Brandon. So. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't trying to one up you. I promise. I uh, I was just going off that the the paints cost me a hundred. This has got to be. Twice as much as that, at least. So, for two hundred. Yeah. yeah, no, and I threw three hundred because I was at thirteen hundred quill. Oh damn! And so, I threw three hundred. <laughs> I was like, that puts me right around just over a thousand. That's fine. Wow, I was feeling rich. You were rolling in it. And he was the poorest one at the beginning of this campaign. I haven't spent money on anything <laughs> except for those teas. What? What, Tyler? I was a porous one. I had like seven quill when we started, unless he had less. I think he had like three. Oh, yeah, I didn't okay. have well, anything. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Sorry for complaining. Uh, no, I was poor. <laughs> Fucking Tyler. Um, and with that <laughs> transaction, uh, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna start moving towards the door just to sort of signify thank you and we're done. Yeah, this is not an Iowa goodbye. <laughs> we're just getting out of there. So have you talked to your mom lately? Like how she
Uh, when we get outside, I go. If you had something, Mike, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I was just gonna look to him, and I'm gonna say, whether she joins us or not, I hope she does well. I think she will. I, her her fear's understandable, right? I mean, I'm scared too. I look around and I say, Eric, we would be fools not to be scared. Uh, let's go check out that crystal real quick and then head back to Dane's house and see if everyone's back. I think that's a good idea. And for the sake of our turn if there's anything that you want to tell us about the crystal that's fine we're just, i'm just gonna draw it as i see it so um i'm rolling an arcana check okay Ooh, 23 nice. okay um so very obviously you can see that in the center of town um there is what would be uh, like a town hall kind of any kind of gathering place for legal matters or um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it for legal matters. Um, there is this very large crystal. I would say it's probably 15 feet tall and like five feet wide. Um, it's very long um, and it just hovers above uh, this this town hall there it there are a lot of guards that patrol it um, and you can see that it is towards the more wealthy district of the town itself um, it doesn't seem to be just floating above the uh, Uh, the town hall. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> um, it appears to be held in place from the very bottom, um, almost like there is a like a metal band that holds it, and there are chains that kind of lead down that hang and are attached to the top of the building. As if the chains weren't there, it would float away. It's holding it down. You can gather that, yeah, or <laughs> drift off or something. Uh huh. Huh. I'm sorry, how high off the ground did you say it was? Uh, from the top of the capital? Sure. It is uh, not very. I would say maybe like three feet off the capital. Okay. The building itself is uh, probably 25 to 30 feet just by kind of eyeballing it. Does it look like it is um, cut? Is it a cut stone or is it a natural crystal that has been harvested somehow? You know, you know, you understand what I'm asking? Yes, uh, it, it looks a little bit of both. Um, almost like, like the top doesn't seem very pointed, but it was almost like shaved to come to a point. It's more like rounded on the top and then it's like, like cut. 
for what purpose you're not really sure but um, but yeah that is what you see and so it's sending out these rays of light to all the other crystals around town is that what's happening it, it, it doesn't seem it doesn't it's not immediately obvious um, it's like a, like a very faint kind of light um, almost like if you've ever looked up at the moon you see like that ring like that light ring around it it's kind of, it's a very faint like that okay um, the lines aren't so much pronounced but um, that where where the light ends up is where the, where it glows. How many chains? Uh, there would be, let's see, there would be three. Yeah, to stabilize it. Do it, do it, do it. Do I think it. we should go see if we can't meet up with the others. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, I look at Eric. I go, Eric? <laughs> what is your plan? <laughs> that was very sultry. Yeah, here. Well, hey there, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of like those TikToks. It's like Peppa. What are you doing? Rip TikTok. Yeah. Peppa, like Peppa Pig. I don't want to know. Don't answer that question. Hey, keep keep that one though, because that was another example of. Somebody literally saying it, and Carly. <laughs> that goes. That reminds me of that TikTok, and Carly goes, "Is that TikTok?" <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, Carly. You're the best. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah, let's go meet up with our friends. As you. <laughs> As we all approach Dane's house, all you can hear is Rodon singing. Do you hear the people sing? Singing the song yes. of angry men. <laughs> and, uh, and you just hear Quantzing uh, going. <laughs> that, that it makes reason for Ashley. Mac introduced me to that movie. It's a great movie. Lim is around. Yeah, he cooked oh. me dinner too. And then I ate it Too like nice. a month later and got really sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. been like a month. So as you guys begin to head back to Dane's house, uh, we come back to you, Dane. All right. He's uh, dead Can I skip my turn again? Yeah. <laughs> I need more time. I wasn't just paying. leave me to rot in this dungeon while this, while this freaking coup is happening because I'm here for it. <laughs> I am so jazzed about this. Genuinely, like, I've been typing in our player chat. Oh, have you really? Yeah, yes. he has. All night. And only Carlos responded. <laughs> Literally haven't got one notification from it. Yeah, so. me either. Um, okay. Is the scene different from what you described previous? Uh, not particularly, no. Okay. No, at the moment, um, it is still. It is dimly lit. Your stone prison with the iron bars and the uh, 
magical manacles around your wrists. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was going to say that earlier, Tyler. The um. <laughs> I'm reading the player chat and I realize that we're not just, in, you know, talking. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of killed the momentum there, Drew. I was yeah. zoned. I'm so sorry. Jeez. <laughs> so Dean's, I, I am Dean. Kind of leaning. Well, I guess he'd be like to his side, so his back's not against the stone. Um, kind of leaning with his shoulder against the, the wall. Mm-hmm. Like making minimal contact with the wounds. And I'm going to try to mind link with Charlotte. Okay. And say, Don't be alarmed, it's me. Can you hear me? Oh, fuck! Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can hear you. Why does Faustus keep you? It's a long story. Mm-hmm. We may have time to hear it if you're willing to share. Let me get my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I realize I've been I started a critical role right and whenever not cast message <laughs> did the skeleton come to life and eat you you can reply to this message <laughs> <laughs> ah here we go Charlotte. I'm so proud of my organization system now one note yeah I have everything so like good. Yeah, I have like ideas and then I have the the continents, organizations, NPC info, session notes, story ongoings, DM things to do, lore. Sure. And I've just been like adding all of these different things. Is that what you were working on when I called you the other day? Yeah. Nice. She just says, please don't be frightened, but I I am from the Lionheart family, and... Ah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. I was frightened. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Dungeon Master. The Maestro. Believe it or not, I'm only 15 years old. Somebody. Well, because she looks older. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> she's she established like, in a previous description that she's like mid twenties or early twenties. Exactly. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, that is a random thing to just say. <laughs> too young. It started a long time ago. I, as a baby, I was taken by a coven of hags and. 
from what they told me, I was devoured by one of them and reborn as a a hag in disguise. Apparently that's how they reproduce, but it would only happen until my 13th birthday that I would become one. Do you know the names of these hags? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Go on. It's okay. Apparently I was returned to my family until the day before my 13th birthday. Apparently I had begun to exhibit signs of their corrupted nature. I had killed our family cat. They summoned an arcanist to our home and they attempted an experimental spell that would pull the evil from my body, but instead it only intensified the impulses and transformed me into a hag, but somehow I was able to separate the two. Only sometimes, though. You... You transform into a hag. I get these evil impulses that Mm. make me lose control. And I managed to escape, but word got out and I was captured by Faustus and brought here to be experimented on ever since. Wretch. And I, um, I don't know, do I know about the, you said the Lionheart family? Mm-hmm. Is that a family that I have heard of? Do I know about them? Make a, make a uh, history check. Pretty good, pretty good. That's a 17. 17. Um, the Lionheart family is from Eastern Primaris. They yeah. are a very rich and powerful family. Um, okay. They are a family of uh, sorcerers. Um, and they're not... They're not the best people. Sure. They're... But it's like a very rich family. Sure. Um, okay. I am sorry. He's experimented on you. He... He's always been bad, but right now he's somehow, somehow worse. I don't understand it. How long have you been here? 
close to three years. I've been mostly okay. That over there in the cell next to me, that's that's Faustus's father. Oh no. Do you know why he's here? No, but every so often Faustus will come down here and yell at him and just vent and he never answers, he never moves. Um, and I'm going to push off the wall. I'm trying to come to my feet for a moment and just kind of stumbling without, I mean, I guess how far are my hands like shackled together? Like how short is the chain? Um, also, are they in front of me, behind me? They're in front of you. Okay. Um, but it's like a, like a good like 10 inches. Okay, so not very far. Um, so I'm kind of using that to get myself up. And I'll hobble over and I'll kind of see if I can get a closer look at the man. Um, is he asleep? Can I tell? Uh, his eyes are open. And he's just, just kind of like blank staring off into nothing. He hasn't, like, acknowledged me or anything? No. Um, and I'll mind link with him for a moment. Grandfather, can you hear me? I see the look on Carla's face. Grandfather as a term of respect for an older man and not like my my grandfather. I was like, what? No. You didn't know Faustus and Dane are sisters? Yep. Hey, also Tyler, I don't know if you saw my message, but can you move the mic away from that fan? Um, Or is it as far away from it as... I mean, like, the mic is on a box up behind my laptop. Gotcha. Never mind. So that it's like, because I've got a monitor, a laptop, my iPad. So I've got it raised so it's not like behind. Gotcha. Never mind then. Thing. Perfect. Sorry. You're good. I can try to move my laptop away from it. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Grandfather, can you hear me? You don't hear. You don't hear a response from him. But you hear what sounds like. Like his voice and a woman's voice arguing. The man's voice gets louder. The woman screams. 
you can hear a slap or two and a child's crying. I break the link. And I stumble back. <clears throat> I can't remember if I already asked this, so if I have, I apologize, but... Um, do you know how long he's been down here? Longer than I have. Lionheart, that's... Your family knows magic, right? Yes. Do you know much? I do. But it's wildly unpredictable. Do you know anything about these? They're used to control your magic. you know how hard they might be to get out of I know that only certain people who are designated when they're put on can take them off or if a special weapon or a key it was made for them. Um, also, I want to clarify just as an important point to Tyler that this is all a mind link conversation again. Okay. And I'm not like we're not speaking out loud. At least I'm not speaking out loud. I'm assuming she's replying in kind. <laughs> she's just crazy talking to herself. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, just for the sake, like I said, so that like if there are guards around the corner, they're not hearing the conversation. Um, How long has it been? Uh, it's been a couple hours. Okay. Could I have theoretically finished a short rest? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. In which case, I will expend three hit die. Okay. Um, which I'll use these. Hit dice, I guess, because that's the plural. Not bad, not bad. That's 33. Nice. Nice. And 33. What'd you roll? Isn't it? It was 3d8. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 3d8. It said, hold on. Plus your constitution modifier on each one. And it's that's a zero. So it says hit die 1d8, and then it said total six, meaning I have a total of six hit die, but I read 3d8 plus six or 1d8 oh, no. plus six. So <laughs> I misunderstood. Um, so that's uh, definitely not 33, it's 15. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Dane's con sucks. <laughs> um, 
they control the magic? Is that just spells, or is it all magic? It's all magic. At which point you hear the uh, door to the dungeon suddenly open. This heavy kind of clacking of the stonework. And you see Lord Mayor Faustus suddenly come from around the corner, very well-dressed, wearing like a red velvet suit. I rise to meet him. Ah, so you're finally awake. I am. How's your back hurting? What is it you want from me, Faustus? I want answers. You can ask. Tell me what that strange blowing, uh, glowing rock in your chest is. That I don't understand well enough to say. Tell me how Marina became this tree. She was attacked by some sort of fiendish skeleton creature more than 10 feet tall. It injected her with some sort of venom. There was a paladin on hand that cured the poison, but she petrified into a tree instead of passing. I don't understand why. But that's the truth, and I can tell you that. doesn't make any sense. You're telling me. What is the stone in your chest, Dane? I told you I don't understand enough to say. Were you responsible for what happened to the world? My choices were tangentially related, but no, I was not responsible. Another came seeking whatever this is that I, I have. 
and in his lust for power he would have killed me for it. And a good man defended me. Who were these people? Great heroes of a previous age. I need names, Dane. I'm sure you know them. Alistair Lancaster, the right hand of Aragoth. And Veritas Bloodstriker. Their power is unmatched by anything I've ever seen, by anything you have here. Their clash was cataclysmic. I knew it. If Alistair was after you, it was for one thing. A shard of the prime deities. And that's what's in your chest, Dane. Perhaps. You know, you and Alistair are not so different after all. It's a very similar origin story. But perhaps we'll leave that for another time. I can't wait to hear it. For now, I will send word to Solanar. That you possess a fragment of the Prime Deities. You will be shipped across the sea, taken to their dungeon, and have the shard extracted from your chest. As you say, Lord Mayor. And I will just spit blood on his velvet clothing. Nice, it'll blend right in. You may have these small victories. Your time is limited. And all because you could never stop meddling. He turns away and walks back up the stairs, slamming the door as you stand there in the dimly lit room. Your back still kind of quivering from the... I guess as soon as he's out of sight, I'll let myself collapse back down. Okay. Charlotte, I may have just sealed my own death sentence. He was going to make you talk one way or another. I know, but I hoped that I could find a way to get us both out of here. And I'm so sorry. There is one good thing. I think I'll see her soon. Not the way I hoped, but 
sooner than I imagined. And that's what we'll pick up next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Dark Veil. If you like what you're hearing, there are two huge ways you can help support us. First, by spreading the word to your nerdy friends and family. And second, by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to keep up with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Realm Narrative Gaming, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at RNG Presents, or go straight to our website at rngpresents.com. The Dark Veil is a production of RNG Presents and features Mac Anderson as Rondon, Tyler Brinker as Dane, Drew Doland as Kwanseng, Carla Elfritz as Pip, Mike Lewis as Eric, and the Dungeon Master, that's Brandon Rubio. Our amazing music provided by Aiden Chan, and this episode edited by Carla Elfritz. Thanks for listening. See you next time on The Dark Veil.